Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. I thought we were really going to have to delay the start of the show today because of my dad's hillbilly neighbors shooting their guns off. And my dad doesn't even live in a particularly rural rural area. Like, he lives in a normal, like, commercial residential suburb. He lives five minutes from you, right? Yeah, apparently he's got neighbors that, like, are shooting target practice in their backyard at 7 o'clock at night on a Wednesday, which... (laughs) Seems like not what you'd want as a neighbor. Depending on your neighbors. Yeah, I'm I don't. A gun, I'm not a gun person, and when I say that, I don't even really mean it like politically. I just mean like I didn't grow up around guns. I don't have an interest in guns. Um, my in-laws are all from the south, and so like my father-in-law has handed me a gun before to hold. Like here, hold this gun while I uh, heard these cattle or whatever and i'm just like i'm holding it like it's a loaf of bread like i don't know what to do with this like I, it, it's as unnatural as it could be so it's also the last thing i just it's the last thing i want to just be hearing out the window at night or at any time i don't know when the time is that that wouldn't be annoying to me great first time i saw my first gun not by an adult go on well, you just, you know, in the neighborhood, kids are up to a little bit of mischief. A little bit. Uh, and uh, you accidentally see your first blicky. You know, like I, like I said, I think I mentioned on this podcast, seventh grade, that was the first time I saw crack. So, you know, how things happen sometimes. Listen, I, I saw my first weapon also as a uh, adolescent and let me tell you i mean nobody's excited to see a gun right at that age right like nobody's like oh damn a gun you're like oh damn a gun like it's it's not the, the necessarily the nra reaction as a child right. seeing a gun cuz we were raised in a household where you didn't even have the. We didn't even allow to. When we talked about the song, yeah, I think it was the same episode. We didn't even have Nerf guns. Like my parents did not play that shit. Mm-hmm. Like no Nerf guns, no water guns, none of that. Like if you're gonna do that, you better do it at your friend's house, and you better not bring that back because it's going in the trash. Mm-hmm. So when I saw a weapon as a, a youngin for the first time, it was the family member of a friend who I saw. And he had it front of the waist. Hammer was out. And, like, he was just trying to let people know. If you wanted to take it there, he was ready to take it there, too. 
I don't think I've ever seen a gun in that context, other than like if it wasn't like at a farm or someone taking one out of a case because they wanted to show you or at a museum. They got a lot of old guns at like the Met. I don't know if that counts. No, that don't count. They got old like shields and jousting weapons there too. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think the old uh, 1800s gun, I don't think that one counts for this one. I'm know, talking. And by the way, like just as an offshoot, the Met is amazing. The Met is like one of the most amazing places I've ever been. They have a temple from the Nile River there. That is that Egypt, like is that Met as in like Met Gala? Like yeah, I think that's where they have that. Yeah, okay. yeah. The Met Museum is unbelievable. Hey, Jason, you've been like, to you the Met all day there. What you wear? I just I wore my uh, obvious shirts T-shirt. I said it said I love Tony Gill. I don't oh, think they're letting man. you into the. I don't think they're letting you into the Met Gala with the I, I love Tony Gill shirt on. There's no one they could confuse me for to let me in the Met Gala. <laughs> could 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 if Jason tried, could he put off pull off Jared Leto? No. That guy has I mean, a, he has a luscious uh, luscious locks of hair. He also went as a cat. So if you put yeah, a cat, I could go in a costume, or maybe I go mm-hmm. in the Lil Nas X costume. That would look okay. Or Doja Cat. With the cat face? Yeah. Those are all options. Tony, what would you go to the Met as? Tony, or would you do it up? Uh, I already, I'm going as Tony. What's what's my cleanest hoodie? And I'm going to put up. I'm, I'm, if I was famous and rich, I wouldn't, one, I wouldn't go to the Met. And if I was convinced to go to the Met, I'm not dressing the Met. I'm coming in hoodie. I'm walking up the stairs and going to my seat and then leaving as soon as I can because the food looks awful. But I'm just, it's just not really my steez, you know? I'm kind of like Drake in that vein. I don't want to go too cool to Milan. I don't want to go to the Met. No, I just want to make these tunes for the set, you know? That's all I want to do. <laughs> Listen, T- if, Tony if showed I- us what he would go there in, Russ. He would go in that, that, Leather fur jacket with no shirt on. Vibes I, of a guru. I, I promise he's not even looking at the door. He wears that. They would have Tone out of there. In a, they, like He wouldn't even be able to put his hand on the door to open it to get into the Met Gala. Nah, they'd be confused. They'd be like, oh, that's ah, not fair. He, that's he's not fair. 100% or something. Not. It's like, not fair. It is fair. He's got to be something. No, that's no, not fair. No one would walk up here. You, that, know, you know how many ne- naked women and... be, be up in there? And you're not like, them. I got a jacket on. I got a jacket on. You're not them. So I, not, I don't think that's fair. that they that they can show up naked, and I can't show up even partially naked. No, sounds so old. No, Tom. I, and because no disrespect to you, nobody's paying to see you naked. Like I'm, maybe your wife will, and that's hey, fantastic. But I, but People Magazine not trying to see uh, Tone's cheeks, hey, the, or bre- or or, bre- or or breastuses. At these, this mechanism. Mm-hmm. The ticket's paid for. I'm walking in. As long as I'm not showing me, you know, bare cheeks, I should be good to go. But see, I think the, the like, you kind of might have to show me. <laughs> like, if, 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 if they said, hey, Russ, or the powers that be, Russ, you get a, a ticket for you and a plus one to the Met Gala, the caveat is you might, maybe, possibly could have to show me. Jeez. 
I'm I'm not gonna I'm not necessarily gonna say like a hundred percent no. I'd like to see what the <laughs> options were. Right? Like, can I get like, can I get some coverage? <laughs> Is it sheer? <laughs> or maybe he goes with a leaf, like Adam style. Ah, uh, well, how? I I wasn't good. I'm not. My mom listens, and she. I I, I went to my parents' house <laughs> last week. <laughs> Why do you say that like it's news? Has it been a while? <laughs> oh, it had been. You have to plug the address into a GPS, or well, what? Well, here's the thing, man. I, your boy is on is 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 around uh, on the road a lot. But one the thing he road does: or the streets, the 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 road, you idiots. Okay, the road. I was checking, I was checking. <laughs> or the boulevards, or drives, or, or the avenue. Yeah, I'm just checking. Uh, checking. The I, I travel. On the road. You got to spell it out Mm -hmm. uh, a lot. But one thing I I always do is make sure I go see my parents every once in a while. And so I go to their house and they had some notes for me. They wanted to point out that the episodes have been hilarious over the last couple weeks, which is fantastic. My mom says we have been, we've, we've made the decision to push the envelope. Ah, Which we have. Yeah. Remember, well, when we, remember we had that take it to another level convo, the conversation? We've been taking it to the no, another right. level, and I rock with that because our content has been great. She doesn't, it seems. No, she loves it. I don't care what you know. I feel like when my, she says we're pushing the envelope, that's kind of a euphemism for you have pushed the envelope way too far. It's well, from, one, from one, one, it's my platform. Two, uh, she really thinks all the stuff is funny, okay. but like she told me that she typed in into the urban dictionary <laughs> Brits. Oh no. And it made I, me I don't know that we but I could tell from context what I laughed so hard, bro. Oh no. I laughed so hard <laughs> because I you never want to hear your mom said what does bricked mean? Or I was on Urban Dictionary. Or if it was on Urban Dictionary. Something you said. I don't want, because I say it on a podcast every once in a while. And I happen to say it on the episode. And so here I walk in the house and my mom was like, Yo, what the what is bricked? And why were y'all laughing so much? And this is that's what she led with. Welcome home. What does bricked mean? Jesus Christ. It's 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 funny to me to learn that uh, that your mom and I both go to the same place to find out what some of these words mean. I, I, it's just apparently that's like just like a real dictionary. It's it was like it was source. It was so it was so funny to me, dog. Like it's hilarious. Because like what I I can't I can't answer. Like. like like you can't, uh, like you can't tell your mom what that means. I think she knew because well, I picked it up. I think, like street, she... I think the streets told her, the internet streets. <laughs> yeah, right. Which made it even more funny. Um. So yes, the Dorsey household is enjoying the pod. Did they have any other notes? Uh, no. They enjoyed the pe- They enjoyed the mystery pizza. Yeah, my dad would like a word about that. My dad would like a word about that. My, I saw my dad today before I came down here. Oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> well, for one, he paid me back in cash without being asked. Okay. So there's that. Like 
man of integrity. He was not. He 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 he. he my dad understands how these things work, so he knows maybe we exaggerated or I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. took advantage of a situation for the sake of content. You did. You did. So he wants it. He he wanted to clarify to me that he was in no point ever trying to get any pizza for free. <laughs> He did end up with one because they they comped him the replacement of what he should have got. And he felt that I was just generally a little unfair and kind of made him made him look bad. Which yes. is, you know, all correct. He did. Yeah, my, my response to all that was just like a shrug, like, huh? Well, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, we're doing a show. This isn't a documentary. Mr. Leisure, I want you to know, we do embellish on here. Put 100 on 10, as I like to say, uh, for the sake of the funnies. But I apologize if we we took it a little far. Or if, if your son Jason took it far, because me and Tony didn't do anything. Yeah, you guys were fine. Just observers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did your mom think? Did your mom like that I uh, I was as concerned as she was that you were donating plasma to get a PlayStation in college? And they thought that was hilarious. Like, hilarious in that she was she was just like, no, I I'm I was concerned, and I told my brother, like me and my brother were looking at it, just like it really wasn't that big of a deal. You were you put made a mountain out of a molehill. She was still staunchly against it. Like, right, yeah. I was just like, Ma, it, I, you weren't. I said, Ma, would you have gotten me five hundred dollars for a PlayStation? She said, No. I said, Look, exactly, and that's why we. That's why we're here. Well, she probably like that wasn't yours to donate. It, it is a hundred percent my plasma to donate. No, <laughs> the Earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What you mean? Uh, sure, all right. Come drive twelve <laughs> hours to keep me from donating the plasma, then, Ma. <laughs> Also, I was grown. Like, I was 18 years old. Are you grown at 18? Are you really an adult at 18? Grown enough to, like, she can't do anything about it. Well, yeah, but But that's not true. What what was she going to do if I'm in the middle of, I'm I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, donating plasma, and she's up here? What, like, honestly, what could she have done besides call me and say, don't do that? To then I, which would have replied, all right, and then donated plasma. I feel like if they're paying bills, then they get the say. Nah, you, it's my arm. <laughs> I'll sell my I'll sell my body if I want to, Mom. Also, this this <laughs> don't see that and see that you, not, you, you can't do that. See, this that is why my mom say you be taking shit. Y'all be taking shit too far because you sound to make accurate. you sound like a prostitute out here. It's technically accurate. It's not. You sell your body. If they put the blood back inside you, you're not selling anything but the plasma. Well, where's all your plasma? Don't you need your body. Plasma? plasma regenerates. Well, it takes a while. Like, like your, your body. Plasma. No, there's plenty of plasma. Your blood creates it every day, and that's why it, they they take the blood and plat there's because there's plasma in the blood. They spin it, take the plasma out, and then put the blood right back in your arm. Like you're not losing anything. I'm just glad I've never been so hard up for a PlayStation Four that I needed to learn that. Dog, I was an eighteen-year-old college student with no job. Like, I don't know what. I, like, this is really because you know, I, I that wasn't my only job or like my only way to make money in college. Oh, geez, okay. So, 
Tone, tone don't look like that. Wow. So I did a couple things. So I, I, I donated. Dorsey didn't like the last week's episode. Nah, right? nah, these these ones were fine. This was uh, mm-hmm. so I donated plasma. That was the the one where I'm like, all right, how can I get the most money? That was just a limited short term. Yes, get me this PlayStation Four. Because after never I do got it again, after I got the PlayStation, I've never did it again. Mm-hmm. But you right? can always go mm-hmm. back to it if you had to. I right, could. So what are, if, what are the other weird things? You know the game. All right. College. All right. So I uh, I sold. I not sold. Yeah, I did. I sold uh, phone cases. Like at a retail store or out of your trunk? Uh, Like out of my dorm room. Okay. So my best friend and I bought like a shit ton of otter boxes, mm-hmm. discounted, and sold those otter boxes for cheaper than you could get them in the store. Okay. And honestly made a killing on phone cases. How did you get them so cheap? I bought them off of a website. Okay, so they're probably counterfeit. Ah. Okay. No, that's okay. I'm not judging. I just want the information. I'm trying to figure it out said, It said OtterBox on there. <laughs> that was all you needed to hear. <laughs> and it looked like the OtterBox box. OtterBox with a, a CKS at the end. You're like, good, good enough for me. Good enough for me. So this is OtterBox. So we took the one that we got and then went to the Walmart across the street from the school. Comp compared the two, they looked exactly the same. I said, "Oh, we're good money," and right. of course, all pun intended, we were good money. And then the other thing I did, I uh, refed kids uh, basketball and soccer at the YMCA. That one is, that's a good job for an 18, 19 year old. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Just, uh, I uh, I did kids' homework for money. Okay, all right. See, and see, that's see, that's, that's, way, that sounds, that's worse than mine. That sounds very bizarre. I want to hear more about that in a minute. Let's start our show here, and then we'll find out about the weird things Tony has done for money. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure with my co-host Russ Dorsey. Yo, who only donated plasma that one time to get that one PS4 and never again. Never again. And never donated anything else either. No. It's no, not a bunch, they, of, not a bunch of Russ Juniors running around Oklahoma. Okay. No, I, I think that's stupid. Like, I would never do that. We know. We covered there's that like, you know. like, honestly, there's, even coming back to it a week later, there's zero ROI on that. <laughs> there's only problems. That only can, problems can follow. There is no ROI <laughs> on, on donating the old. Uh, okay. It's understood. Everybody knows what we mean. We all got it. Unless you unless you want to use another new word for your mom to go look up on UrbanDictionary.com. <laughs> the old <lich>. Okay. <laughs> Seed spillage. All right. right. All right. Here See, that's go. way worse. That's way worse. <laughs> See, that makes Russ uncomfortable. When that does. New, new King James version description of it. That's our producer giggling away, Tony Gill. He's presented by Sheets and Giggles. Yep. And... Here's a here's the trick I'll give you because you're already too late for Mother's Day by the time you hear this. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. You've had your chance. But if you go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, you can get 23% off everything. And here's here's the workaround if you have really blown off Mother's Day and forgotten about it to the last minute, and you better show up with something on Sunday. Buy your mom some sheets and giggle sheets anyway, and just print out like a picture of it from their website and just give her that in the card and say, and just be honest, be like, mom, 
boy, I had a lot going on. I was really busy uh, traveling around a lot, as Russ says. You know, make up some euphemism for it like that. That's fine. And <laughs> Russ say, say, this is what this is on its way. I bought this like I thought of it before Mother's Day, but didn't think of it far enough in advance to get it here. But it's on its way. You're going to get it next week. You'll have forgotten about Mother's Day. And then you'll get like second Mother's Day when this purple box shows up with sheets and giggles in it. 100% eucalyptus. Get the sheet set. Perfect for summer. Very silky smooth. Russ always says they get more comfortable. They get softer as you wash them. Correct. Which doesn't even sound possible, but it is true. And uh, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA, our link, since they sponsor Tony Gill. And you'll get 23% off everything. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. Go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. And here's the deal. Your first bet gets paid back in up to $1,000 of free future betting credits if you don't win. Just use promo code ADJACENT1000, and that's how you get that deal. You can bet on all kinds of things. NBA, NHL playoffs are going. Baseball's going. Tony, how's your uh, uh, betting against the White Sox on the money line working out? Oh, Looks like you got a new bracelet on your wrist there. But this, oh yeah, yeah. is that big from money. betting against the White Sox? Big money, big money, okay. big money. Always, always bet money line opponent. All right, you can bet whatever you want, but if your first bet doesn't happen to win, you get it paid back up to a thousand dollars in free future betting credits to try again. Go to BetMGM. Use promo code adjacent one thousand. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. I have so many questions about you doing people's homework for money. Mm-hmm. First off, like, um, hmm, how do I put this? You're very smart. You're extremely smart, but I don't think I'd go to you mm-hmm. to do my homework. I also wouldn't go to me to do my homework. Russ mm-hmm. seems like someone I would want doing my homework. Russ seems like someone that got grades. Hey, you got Russ fucked up. If you, Russ didn't want to do Russ's homework. <laughs> but you got grades, I bet. I bet. I bet out of the three of us, you got the best grades. I got a 4.0 my last there year of college. There it is. For your last year or for all of college? My last year, I, I averaged a, like a three point five, but my last year I was kicking ass. But also, I was was thinking a ton of credit hours. I did it kind of the other way. I got off to a very bad start, same, and, and then rallied hard at the end and took a lot of classes. But I had too many classes at that point, and it was I had to get to I got to this point where I had all these final exams coming up, and I'm like I can't I can't I don't have time to like nail them all. I got to choose which ones I'm going to prioritize. Hope for the best on the other ones. And I think I might have gotten straight A's or close to straight A's my last semester. And I got my grade point average just to like a three for my college career. My uh, The average. I'm, I'm with you because the start to my college career was wild. And it's funny because my parents learn new things about me every week on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so that means, a, that means a confession is coming here. So my... So I tore my Achilles, right? My first week in school. Playing baseball, yeah. No. Well, uh, while you're on the baseball team. Basketball. No, it de- incorrect. It derailed, I, play- I, th- I thought this derailed your baseball career. It did, but. You came back from I, this? No, I was playing basketball my first week. And then it led to me being like, I can't even be play baseball anymore. You can't um, even walk. You're probably on a scooter or something at that point. I was the scooter kid, yeah. So. I couldn't go out, couldn't party, couldn't do anything. I was just kind of stuck in my dorm while, like, my leg healed. And so, like, my grades were fine. And then that boot came off. <laughs> Dog, I was making up for lost time. It got so bad where 
one day I looked at my GPA in the second semester of my freshman year. And like, I'm too embarrassed to say it publicly because I know my parents would legitimately be bad. And even though that was 10 years ago, but the, re- but the best part of the story is I finished with a 3.5 average in completion. So I was kicking ass the rest of the way. Yeah. But that second semester of my freshman year, the number definitely started with a two. And the second number <laughs> was closer to, to uh, one than to nine. <laughs> I got serious too late. And, and I was part, it was partly I was um, enjoying plenty of recreation as a, uh, an 18-year-old in New Orleans. As one should. In my free time. But it's also because college is hard, man. I, I went to a really hard school, and I thought college was going to be you get to take uh, like all, just classes you like. So I don't have any. I don't have to deal with science or math ever again. Nobody told me that. I was just under that impression. Turns out that is not the case. And the class, like classes, I had a, a just miserable time with. One of them was a music class. I took this music class because it was an elective, and it's called the Art of Listening. And I got a D in that class, even though I worked really hard in that class. I could not figure it out. Probably, you know, a, a prelude to like my piano lessons going so terribly right now. There was something in the piano lessons, by the way. I forgot to tell you. So I got there once. Recently, I was there a couple minutes early, and I heard this horrible playing in the from the room where the piano is. Like, sounded like a lot of banging. Like, and but I'm like, well, that person sounds like they're on like about my level. And uh, I go back there, and there's nobody back there. It's just the piano teacher, and she's got the thing, and she's cleaning the piano. I mistook Yikes. cleaning the piano for someone trying to play music. That's an indication of like where I'm at right now. But anyway, Russ, as I tried to rally my my grades this mm-hmm. semester. The first semester of my senior year of college, so I was really trying and on track and really focused and doing really well at that point. That was the semester where we had to go somewhere else because of Hurricane Katrina. And if you did that, all your grades counted pass-fail. So you'd get the credits to stay on track to graduate, but you don't get actual, like, at-bats for your grade point average. And I needed those. It would have been so much better if I'd have had the pass-fail semester my first semester rather and than my seventh <laughs> semester. Ah, okay. So you didn't, you weren't allowed to make up for lost time. They just moved y'all like cattle. Like, all right, if you showed up, you, you get to pass. The alternative was you could have taken this little like condensed bonus semester in the summer after. So after you were supposedly going to graduate, after you were scheduled to graduate, instead of graduating then, you take the bonus semester over the summer to make up for Katrina if you didn't want to go somewhere else and stay on schedule. Um, but I didn't want to do that. And my dad told me, don't do that. Like you don't want to be hitting the job market three months after the rest of the country. Like the rest of the country is graduating in May. So you, you guys are the only ones that are going to be and and that's not, nobody's going to make special exceptions for you or anything like that. So stay on schedule. All of that is kind of a detour from finding out when and why and how were you doing people's homework for money? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like you know a, a big operation. You know, it was. It sounds school. like it. It sounds, it sounds like, like a nice crime. It sounds like uh, breaking espionage for homework. But I mean, eighth grade, like if they didn't want to do the homework and learn, you know, uh, and, and get our new to new to work, like it wasn't no sweat off. My... Tony, I couldn't do eighth grade homework oh, today. I couldn't do that today. Eighth grade hey, math, forget know. that. Your boy had it had it locked up, and uh, you know I was just trying to make some some extra candy store money or extra field trip money, 
you know, we hit that McDonald's and wasn't no problem. You no, know, I didn't have to measure, you know, all right, if I get this off the dollar menu, if I, I didn't want to do none of that. All right. I want to pull up. I want to get whatever I want in the gift shops and at the, at the McDonald's that we was going to stop by and at the candy store by the school. I didn't want no problem. I just want to pull out the money. Boom. Let's go. So, you know, the boy had to hustle. I had to get out there and grind it out. You understand me? So, yeah, I said, hey, five bucks, do your homework. Tone, you were hoeing yourself out for five dollars? Hey, it was real quick. You know, five dollars is a lot of money mm-hmm. at that age. I had the answers. All I had to do was copy the answers that I already had. Five five dollars is a ton at that age. Five dollars here, five dollars there. All of a sudden, you go on to McDonald's and you don't have to measure, as he says, and find out what kind of Ford. Have some self respect, Tone. Jeez. But how did it start, oh, Tone? How did it start? Like somebody came up to you and asked, or you're going around like soliciting, or what? So it started off with somebody asking me, "Hey man, I didn't I finish this. Could you would you mind doing it for homework?" And I'm like, "One, you know, this is this, this ain't that. Uh, I just don't do you know people's homework." You know, that's not what this is. Um, so I was like, hey, give me five dollars. You got it. And he came up with the five dollars. I don't know how he got the five dollars. I don't know if he stole it from his mom. I don't know. I got the five dollars. Not your problem. And I did his homework. That's not my problem. Yeah, right. That is, just like that when is the, a bookie comes my... to chase you down. They don't care how you get the money. They just want the money. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this, so they so... had to pay first. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm not doing it for the for the, for the freeze. I'm not, you know, lick. You understand me? When I getting got. So, uh, so what Tone was doing is a hundred percent worse than what I did. How? What did you do? What do you mean? What you did? That's oh, worse than the giving classes. Or oh, okay. The I'm learning more in the process. You you're helping kids cheat. That's a hundred work. I'm giving plasma that regenerates to go help save a life. You're hoeing yourself out for five dollars, cheating on your homework. Tony doesn't see it that way. It's kind of a win-win. No, no, no. I'm, I don't. I don't care how Tony sees it. That's what it is. He sees it as mentoring these kids, helping them graduate. And, I don't and care how you a little cash just, on the side. I don't care how you you justify it, Jason. That joint is way worse. I don't think so. I don't think so. You cheated. <laughs> Cheating, it's, it's, oh, it's help. cheating is I'm, here. I'm helping. And helping save helping. a life is here with my plasma. I'm helping them. I'm helping save their lives. If they, they, they failed, getting weapons. So they right. were able to. They were able to the pass the homework part, and I they avoided getting in trouble with their parents. You were doing homework for the kid. You were doing homework for the kids that were showing you crack. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did you save their life? <laughs> Well, I, I like how you're putting it as saving a life, which you were That's doing. That's what they use plasma for. Right. But you're saying it as though, like, you, oh, you forgot that you even get paid for it. You're like, I was just here trying to help people. And, oh, that's right. I can walk out of here with a PS4, too. You, y'all are idiots. You're you a hero. saved yeah. lives. You're a hero. Tony yeah. was cheating. Well, Tony helped kids graduate. You saved lives. We're all heroes. I wasn't cheating. How did I cheat? I knew the answers. You were definitely cheating. You were doing this. Thank you. you. They cheating. were cheating. No, if you know if, if they caught if they were ever caught, you, you were the be, accomplice. That's there's two to cheat. This wasn't like they were looking off your shoulder over your shoulder and you didn't know. Running a business. I did plenty know? of this, by the way. Run the risk. I, I had I had you friends wanted, that would, like, that like would the let, me, let me well, get that math homework for free. I, I didn't I like, never like, paid anybody. 
like the great Fredo Santana, RP, used to say, you know, you want to make some money, you got to take risks. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Bob Huggins should have been fired immediately, right? Immediately. Two, and from what we were talking about earlier, like that is how you that's how you talk in regular conversations. You feel comfortable saying that out loud, as did the radio host that you were yucking it up with and making transphobic jokes, right? Saying that homophobic was a comfortable slurs. environment. They, they, they just was, felt comfortable where no, you could let that. There was fly. no accident. There was no. Oh, whoops! I didn't mean to say that word. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, like to me, also, I had an issue with the reporter who reported that because there is no need for you to type out those words. In your tweet about what Bob Huggins said. Oh, I agree. I agree. Absolutely no need for that. I, totally I had agree. a big issue with that. And see, and this is like a blind spot for a lot of people who are not in the offended group, like a straight person in this case, or a white person in a case of like uh, a real harmful uh, racial word, is that word doesn't bother you. You may not say mm-hmm. that word. You may not believe, you may believe it's wrong to say that word, but you hear that word and it doesn't like, hurt you necessarily but the offended party like that word that word hurts so i completely agree with you that like while while the majority might not understand why that just seeing that that word or hearing that word itself is insulting and offensive and hurtful it is to the to those to the minority party that's being um that that's having that word used so often in such a negative way you could literally type the word slur or expletive in place of that. That's, that's like usually how everything is reported. Like it's so weird. Absolutely no. Like it, that bothered me. Not as much as Bob Huggins, but it was up there in the things that bothered me about that entire situation. Because I think that is a, a that is a horrible way to report something. Um, but I think for me, you, like if you're West Virginia, you've just told an entire people group. We don't give a fuck about somebody being transphobic or homophobic. Right. We don't care. Because mm-hmm. he's going to do this little sensitivity training that we're forcing him to do. We're going to remove the, oh, oh, million dollars that I don't have. It's different if they said you have to pay a million dollars in some type of fine or something. You're reducing mm-hmm. your salary by a million dollars. Well, if I got millions already, I haven't even seen this million dollars. It really don't matter to me all that much. You know, mm-hmm. imagine having and, a job where it's like, well, we're going to take away one of your millions for next year. Oh, man. You know, that's probably how he felt about it. <laughs> he's going to Tony, when he goes to McDonald's, he's going to have to measure. Well, unfortunately, you don't want to do that. You don't want to walk in there like that. It's bothersome. But like, I think West Virginia, like I like no longer can you do the whole uh, we care about X, Y and Z cause. No, you don't. Because you think this mm-hmm. basketball coach is way more important than that. And by yeah. your decision, you said that. And also you set a precedent, right? Like Yep. So you're gonna you're good with everything now. 
almost everything. Like, well, well basically everything for a person who's important enough. Right? I mean, yeah, like that's uh, what is what is that saying to your players, right? Because yeah. kids, they do dumb stuff. What is that saying? What what kind of environment are you are you creating there by setting this uh, precedent? That's why he's going to keep his job, and Glenn Kuyper might not, because Bob Huggins is more important. Bob Huggins is more valuable to West Virginia than a play-by-play broadcaster that they can replace. That's it. What did you think of uh, of Dallas Braden getting some shrapnel on this? I didn't see that until today when I was looking into this, that he's getting some criticism for sitting there the, just not the, saying anything, not reacting. It was literally one of the first things I saw. Mm. It, like when I watched the video, I'm like, he had like no reaction at all. He says he didn't catch it. He didn't. It didn't. Like he didn't hear that that way in real time. Is that plausible? Sure, right. Like you're thinking about the next thing that you're trying to say as the the partner in that situation, doing that open. At the same time, like t- to have like I I just can't accept that nobody, no producer, no director, no audio person said. You know what? This is terrible. And I made a point on social because I've done a lot of those for Friday Night Baseball right on Apple TV where we record those opens, right? I know, it, and I I said, usually those are pre-recorded. I know a lot of people also do them live, but there wasn't a chance that that was pre-recorded. If that was pre-recorded, there are a lot of people culpable in this this thing. If it was done live, there are people who are culpable because there is a producer. Sound people, as Tone knows, they are supposed to listen to every word on that broadcast. And if one person didn't say, mm, we shouldn't use this or this was said and whether you meant it or not, we can't wait for you to apologize. You need to come back and say that right now. And the other part that I thought, and I was talking to people about it after the week progressed was just like, did they think, hmm, it's the Oakland A's, worst team in baseball? Nobody saw it. Yeah, I, I maybe. But which is which, which is wild. That's not gonna fly. Like it could be a minor league team and that's gonna right. make its way around Twitter. Absolutely. And it yes. Russ, have you seen, by the way, like you, you people need to be aware of this as though it is like a storm coming. You know that Taylor Swift, you need to be aware of this because of where you live. You yeah. know Taylor Swift is playing three shows in the beginning of June at Soldier Field. Mm. And uh, I'm aware I'm aware that she's on tour. Um, I wasn't aware that that was in the beginning of June. I need to find out the dates. I'll probably be in New York anyway. But, yeah, I should find a reason not to be, like, at my house. You should find out when the NASCAR race is too, because it's July. 4th That's weekend. the beginning That's of July. Be. Yeah. yeah. But the reason I brought up the Taylor Swift thing is I had heard about these just ridiculous prices. Mm-hmm. And I went and looked it up today. Like what's the cheapest ticket you can get now for one of those three shows, three shows at soldier field, huge venue, 1700 bucks. That's a, that's just to walk in the door. I'm not even sure if that's, that's, a, that's a pretty penny, man. They saying she's gonna, she's potentially gonna make like six hundred and sixty million dollars worldwide. How is that uh, worth it? How is it worth it for her? Oh, for 
No, no. Like even if you have you you got you got money, you, I mean, you got you got Swifties effed up, bro. They love her in a way that I've. There are not many people that like the Bad Bunny fans and the Beyonce yeah. fans. That's it. And I and then and the Navy maybe. I'm not going after. Not them, even. I'm not going after any of them. Please. I'm not going anybody. Sure no. Clear. None of us are. None of us no, are. We, we love everybody. We love the, the Navy. We love the Beehive. We we love whatever Bad Bunnies fans are called. We love the Swifties. We're not hating on nobody. We we just acknowledging that yes. that is a lot of money to get in. But whether you want to pay that money or not, we appreciate that you yeah. care about Taylor Swift, Rihanna, Bad Bunny, Beyonce that much. No hate at all from the three of us or Sports Adjacent LLC. I think you got it. Maybe the bar. For a couple more seconds, if you want. Oh no! Or the or the barbs or the barbs. We don't want no smoke with the barbs either. And Nick, uh, we uh, love Nicki Minaj and her fans, and, and we don't not. Hey, we love everybody, man. We're just saying seventeen hundred dollars a ticket. That's a, That's a lot of money. I mean, you don't get that by doing other people's math homework. No, you do it by selling phone cases. <laughs> or or give a plasma. Well with that. I I I I did better <laughs> no. than I did with the plasma on the phone yeah. cases. The look on your face right now says four figures at least. Uh, uh, but but I just I don't know that there's a show you could get me to go to for that. I don't think there's anything that's worth that. Uh, Super Bowl. What. Super Bowl, you pay that floor seat somewhere for like a playoff game, you'd pay that, and it'd be worth it. Oh, like if you could tell me I could get, if you could tell me if you tell me I could sit on the floor for the NBA finals for 1700 I'm doing it. That's not that's not expensive okay. at all. All right. Well, In terms of that event. Yeah, that's a deal for that kind of event. Correct. I mean 1700 is floor seats. If you're saying 1700 standing room only, I'm good. I'm guessing that's what it is. I didn't look I, I didn't look it into is. it. It just said that's that was the f- prices from this amount. I mean I was looking through at the different cities and they're all kind of like that. The cheapest I saw was maybe you could go see Taylor Swift in Pittsburgh for like twelve hundred bucks. Like I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it's worth it. Maybe you maybe you're saving money actually by flying to Pittsburgh if you're on Southwest or something like that. Tony, is there anybody you would pay any game or any artist you would pay that amount to see? Oh man, I don't. And that's a tough question for me because I don't really like large crowds like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if I do go, it will have to be like in a suite type situation, kind of separate of people. Um, who would I pay to see? I'll let him. Think I don't know if I would Russ, pay. Russ, you could run another one of your uh, one of your uh, side businesses. You could let people pay like fifty bucks to come listen to it through the window at your apartment. Fifty bucks wouldn't be enough. Okay, it's not enough. But you could take it all the way up to probably five hundred, and you're still like, "What a deal!" That that would probably be what it would have to be because now you're not just getting the the, the audio experience; you're getting the, the views that come with it, mm-hmm. and that's not. I'm not just gonna you could pour, the, pour that out for five dollars. Like, <laughs> like, like, you, like you could sell some shirts that say Taylor Swift, but it's like T A I L O R. Oh, like so, like Bruh Man on Martin when he sold Whitney Houston shirts that said Whitty Hutton. Or you, like you with your Otterbox. <laughs> Listen, man. Said Otterbox. And they How were much did you make great. on the Otterbox? Now I want to know. Um, Collectively, I sold them for $50 a case. They retailed at about that time, like $75 plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, every two cases, you can make 100 bucks. 
I probably made twenty five hundred dollars when it was all said and done. Dang! In like one semester. Yeah. Or one year. That's still. That's mm-hmm. that, see. This is like what I was t- saying about Tony making five bucks for doing people's homework, and that's a ton of money back then. Twenty five hundred bucks when you're in college. Because everybody has an iPhone. Twenty five hundred bucks when you're in college. Like you're the rich guy in college now. Yeah. So there was this thing that's called. All it or, takes. There was this thing called or you buy sell trade where people would put books, people would put furniture. Uh, dorm stuff, whatever. I just put, yo, I'm selling phone cases. Hit me. And and, and, the, and the thing about that, it's not necessarily even people that live on campus that or that go to the school. So I was selling phone cases to like whoever. Just like, yo, I'll meet you in a parking lot somewhere. Here's a phone case. How'd you do it? Did you wear like a, a mask and hood? Did you have a voice changer? No, I. it was all on the the, the old messenger. You're picturing him with like a Ronald Reagan Halloween mask tone? Yeah. Well, I was at the first Money on pressure you went to. I feel like I've seen somebody do that. Or, a dead president? Yes. I, listen, man, I was just like, dog, meet me in like a, the front of the Walmart parking lot. There's people around. It's daytime. Like, if I get killed, you, you did it in broad daylight in front of people. Like, somebody's going to get you out of here. <laughs> Lord willing. Tom, we need to check in on the uh, developments here with the baby coming. How far along yes. are you? When is the baby due again? October 24th. So we're about okay, 16 right. weeks in right now. Okay, or four months, as a normal person would say. Um, what preparations are you taking? Are you at least in some kind of class where they're going to teach you what to do? YouTube. Does YouTube count? No, uh, no you should do it like a, hospital. Yeah. like a Lamaze class or something. Well, like when I, when my wife and I were having our first child, we went to these classes where they teach you all these things about, you know, how to swaddle a baby, mm-hmm, what to mm-hmm. do if the baby won't go to sleep, like mm-hmm. sound approved techniques. Um, no. I'm uh, just going to wing it. I've been, You're yeah. take the similar approach to what you do on our show, but with a child. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but. I do have highly experienced people, you know, around. Uh, her mom is a uh, licensed nurse. Um, she, I don't think she's sister, gonna live with you. Uh, no, but you know, she Ultimately, has this all will the be advice. On you, you get that right. You'll have to do mm-hmm. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, sink, sink or swim type situation. Well, oh, no, it has uh, to be swim. It really has to be swim. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. swim or swim situation. Yeah, because it's your child now. Right. You could sink yeah, or yeah. swim because it's like, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is has worked with children uh, on a professional level for her life, okay. a working career. Um, you know, my my brother and sister in law they they they're on their second one. Uh, my sister in law and brother in law are on their second one. Uh, we got our parents, so I, I feel pretty secure in the knowledge that's around me. Uh, and if I have any questions or or you know want to call and want to FaceTime or video call, I'm I'm pretty sure they'd be. You know, ready to go. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty confident, you know, in, in you know, the uh, me swimming more than sinking. But, you know, you never know, right? I guess. Yeah. Have you started setting up a nursery? Like, do you have an idea of what's going in the nursery? Uh, yeah, we got this rug situation. Uh, we've been waiting to put down, but we haven't put it down yet. Um, it's good. Every baby needs a rug. Well, this rug like a, situation. Like a crib or a changing table. You got those things? Yeah, we got the. We don't have those things per se. We do have the space and set up. 
uh, to have all those things you know, ready to go. Like I'm in the current room where the nursery would, in theory, be. Um, we just kind of clean it out, and uh, we're, we're ready to go. Ready to go. Ooh, pop a baby in there, you know? Pop a baby in there. I think you what did that already, Tom. Yeah. That's <laughs> you did true. that part already. That's pop a baby <laughs> out of there. Right. He meant pop it into the room, I guess. Are you, You're losing your office over the nursery, right? Yes, I am. Unless the and baby I, is prepared to get some of these hot takes, you know. This baby is going to grow up saying completely weird things as though they're totally normal. Like at age five. I hope so. I hope so. Be, be a very unique child. Very yeah. confident, you know, in their abilities. I pray the baby's more like Steph. Personally. She'll have some influence, yeah. Tone, are you... But I, but you, I, I think it's going to be more Tone. And I don't know if the world can handle that. Are you putting? Uh, are you making plans to put some art on the walls, like a like a Derrick Rose poster or something? Oh, all the stuff that I want my kid to do, for for my own personal gain and interest, definitely. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta put those things around them. You know, influence them consciously and subconsciously, right? It's like, ah, I want my kid to do this. Let's put all these other things around them. Nature versus nurture. I'm just saying a bunch of random baby things I heard recently. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as my wife will will uh, let me, um, I'm she's the smarter person uh, in this situation, definitely. Uh, so I'm gonna lean on her knowledge a lot. All right, Russ, let's do the news. All right, uh, very encouraging story out of the NFL this week. You probably have not heard of this guy other than what's happened with him recently, but there's a tight end named Foster Moreau. I do know him. You do? Okay. Yeah, he used to be a tight end for the Raiders. He started his career with the Raiders. That's right. He is from New Orleans, played at LSU, and now has signed a three-year, $12 million contract with the Saints. That's a nice side story to this, but it comes two months after he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, cancer. And he apparently is responding so well to the treatment that, I mean, that's a real contract. That's not like a pity contract or we're just trying to do a nice thing for a guy. That's a legitimate contract for a tight end. And furthermore, he apparently is cleared to practice when they start OTAs, which is in a week or two, according to his agent. That's awesome. Great story. Here's uh, not such a great story, and maybe as the young people, you guys can explain this to me a little bit. This is the latest sign that I'm getting old and don't understand the world around me. That happens pretty much every time I see anything that's happening on TikTok. Um, Apparently, it's a big social media thing to film yourself going into a grocery store, going into the ice cream aisle, and this personally offends me as someone who likes ice cream. Opening up a pint or a, a carton of ice cream, licking it, putting the top back on, and putting it back. All right. This is a trend. This is so, a trend. So here's my thing. This is news from 2020, 2019. This has been going on for a long time. That's right. And, and there, I thought back. I thought there was a they had put a stop to it for a little bit. It has been brought back. I'm glad you mentioned that because I I did do my 
you know, historical research on this. And uh, it has been brought back by quote unquote content creators to Quan Hines and his girlfriend or partner or whatever, Asia. Uh, they posted a video of themselves doing this and now could face charges. Because like you mm. said, this was really big four years ago, but there was a guy named Deadrian Anderson who got caught doing this. And he had to pay more than $2,500 to Bluebell, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bluebell. Great you are. Great they don't cream. have it up here. They don't have it in Illinois and Chicago, no. but you can get it probably in Oklahoma. And I yes. know you could get it in Florida. Uh, it is the best ice cream. Yes, so it it's, it's a particularly offensive crime going and ruining some Bluebell. Uh, but he had to do 30 days in jail for that, too. 30 huh. days in jail for licking some ice cream. What does it work? Not if the Warriors are there. No. I mean, well, it depends how many likes he got, I guess. Russ, a family in central New Jersey was, uh, you know, just hanging out, just chilling this week, and then they heard a loud thud upstairs. So they go up and try to figure out what's going on, and uh, they found what they believed to be, what they currently believe, to be a potato-sized meteorite that came flying through, right through their roof, and put a big dent in their hardwood floors. This thing's like about four by six inches or so, weighs about four pounds. Uh, Susie Cop, the owner said it felt warm to the touch when she went up and checked it out. Hazmat officials came out and checked the home and checked the family to make sure no one had been exposed to radioactive Radiation. materials. Got it. And uh, an astrophysicist will be examining the rock, which, again, they believe to be a meteorite. All right. All right. Yeah. Like, the, you know what sucks about that? Like, there's nobody you can sue. You kind of just have to pay that off with insurance. You sue space or? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't sue space God. for that. Can't, yeah, can't do God. God. Tony's got to call. Tony's like, I'm suing NASA. <laughs> yeah, Taking this all the way to the Supreme Court. Space, he's got to call Space Force. Force. I'm suing Space Force. <laughs> Finally, Russ. Ooh, man. This was a wild story. Okay. So this woman named Amber Hall in Centennial, Colorado. This is a suburb of Denver. Uh, she saves for years. She's 42 years old. She saves for years to finally buy her first home. And like I bought my first home at an older age too. I bought my first home uh, just a few years ago. So I was like mid thirties and there's always surprises. Like when you go through this process, I don't know if you guys have done this before or not, but like there's an inspection, there's, there's multiple inspections. There's all these, like everything gets checked out and you get a full report on it. There's still some surprises. In our house, there's been some little surprises with plumbing and stuff like that and whatever. Like, it's annoying and it's expensive, but you get it fixed. Amber Hall had a very unusual surprise. Uh, she was in the garage of this house. They hadn't quite moved in yet or they hadn't, like, unpacked. Um, they were kind of working on that. And her dog was in the garage and started acting weird like it was afraid of the wall. Like, it was kind of backing away, like, staring at the wall, but kind of backing away, a little nervous. And uh, she found out why. There were huge snakes in the wall. Whoa. And I had a picture to show you, but now my phone's not working. Nah, man. All right. Take a look at this, just so you get an idea of what's going on here. Just big snakes slithering around behind the drywall, under the concrete. Uh, at least 10 so far they've found. Nah. Oh, we gotta move. Gotta move. Well, here's the that's this is where I'm going with this. So she hired a snake wrangler, which uh, 
I didn't realize it was like a profession, but maybe it is in parts of the country where they have more. These things look enormous. These look like, you know, snakes you'd see at the zoo. These don't look like the little, you know, snakes you find in your garden in here in Illinois. Um, the snake wrangler told her that d there's probably a den under the house where all these things are living. And based on the size and age, based on the apparent age of these snakes, that den's been there for at least two or three years. Oh, so, so it's been, it was there since before she bought the house. Amber Hall says that uh, she and her kids are afraid to sleep there, understandably, and equally afraid to use the toilets there because they think a snake might come up. Possible. There is potential uh, legal action she can take for this that's pending. But my question is, for you is like, I, I don't, is there any circumstances under which you could stay in this house? No, gone immediately. No. I mean, like, no amount of snake wranglers could no. sign off on this for me. So, yeah, we got them all. No, we'll they should. They, like they shouldn't. Be, they shouldn't be staying there now. Like, I, I know you're saying that, and it's are. like you got to have the money to go somewhere else. But like, dog, I'm not having me and my kids in some house where a snake come and bite me in the ass. If I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but now, how are you going to sell this place? You can't. Now you, you can't just got to sue. On the news that you have yeah, you, you have to sue the previous owner. For not disclosing that, if that's possible, um, it might be uh, the Colorado. Uh, I forget the name of this organization, but it's like the Realtors Board or something like that. She might be able to do that. That's that's pending. So we'll keep you posted on this. That's crazy, man. That's uh, that's the news. That's the news. That's that's wild, bro. Like you going, you've been waiting all day to let one go, and a snake bites you in the ass, bro. <laughs> yes. Like that's there are people yeah. that are scared of that and don't have snakes in their house. I mean, you hope that's where it bites you. Well, I rather that, not it bite me in that. I mean, that's but I mean, that's the least bad of your if you're going to get bit. But because oh, because even in that position, it it might miss and get something else, and now we really got issues, dog. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping it bites my my butt. Got some cheekage there it's where it anything take the brunt. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Sports Adjacent. Uh, it has been a, a funny episode. Tone doing kids homework for free, basically. Jason judging me for not for free lives. Yeah, my, uh, my fault, man. You're a hero. But I listen. I'm I'm glad you realize it now. You and my mom like hating for no reason. Um. <laughs> Tony Gill is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Go to sheetsgiggles.com forward slash S-A and use our promo code SPORTS to get 23% off your next purchase. You can get the sheet set. You can get a duvet, duvet cover. The best betting money can buy. Sheetsgiggles.com forward slash S-A. We're also brought to you by BetMGM. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 in free betting credit if you do not win by using Promo code adjacent one thousand. That is adjacent one zero zero zero. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Gentlemen, anything we should tell the folks before we let them go? Tony, oh, any other okay. any other strange things you've done for money? This is the time. Air them out. Yeah, no, nah, that was it. I was too scared of everything else or anything else. <laughs> My brother had someone ask him on a bus once if he could take a picture of his feet.
he what did he uh, turn yeah. it down? Yeah, how he turned much? it down. No. How much? No, his response was not how much. Okay. <laughs> okay. On the bus, that is a wild place. I yeah. understand that. Or anywhere, pretty much. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.